Earlier this week, I went to Walmart and was a little alarmed by what, what I saw. What I saw was a sign on the door that said Walmart was closing at 10 p.m. now. I'm like, what? You know, Walmart's open 24-7. That's the glories of Walmart. And then I thought, like, I'm sure they're closing to sanitize and keep everything clean, and it makes perfect sense. But I did think, I'm glad they didn't close at 10 o'clock during my, during my high school years, because when I needed 20 rolls of toilet paper at midnight, like, where else could you go other than Walmart? And you think about, like, that is one of the nice things about Walmart. It's one of the nice things about stores even today. Sometimes they're open really quite late. You need anything at 11 o'clock at night, you can run out, you can grab it. Which, of course, they didn't have all the time, right? Having stores open all hours of the night was not a thing that happened in Jesus' time. Which kind of raises a little bit of a question with the parable that we have today. In the parable, this, there's basically like a wedding feast, right? And these, the ten virgins are basically like the ten bridesmaids. And then the bridegroom is late. And it's not good for the groom to be late at a wedding. So if you got married yesterday, it's probably a good thing that you were not late to your wedding, that you actually, you know, that you showed up on time. So good job, Brock and Taylor. And, um, and so the bride, he shows up late. And the, the foolish ones, right, they don't have the oil. The wise ones do. And the foolish ones want some oil. Like, you got to share with us. One of the curious things, this oil can't be shared. You know, it's not something they can pass around. Not really sure why, so they tell them, go buy some oil for yourselves. Where are you going to get oil? At midnight in Palestine in the, you know, in the year 30 AD. There's no place that's open. There's no, generally no shops that are going to be open for you to get this oil. And yet they do. Some, where they find it. And then they come back, and the really kind of confusing thing is that the groom doesn't recognize them, right? They're the, basically the, the, the bridesmaids at his wedding, and he shuts the door on their faces and says, I do not know you. Kind of a, a little interesting thing there that in this middle of the night, they don't know, one, why the groom was late for his wedding, where they got the oil, or how he didn't even come to know them. And oftentimes, there's a phrase that parents will tell their children, you know, nothing good happens after whatever, 10 p.m. or midnight or 2 a.m. Nothing good happens in the dark. And that's generally true, right? Like if you're out and about at 1.30, it's probably a good idea to go to confession before you go to Mass the next morning. Like there's not a whole lot good that happens late in the night, except with our Lord, Right? Jesus gives this great example that he goes in the middle of the night and prays. And then even this bridegroom, the image of Jesus, is the one who comes in the middle of the night. Jesus shows up, the bridegroom shows up at midnight. And many of us have probably experienced this in our own lives. When it's dark outside, it's the Lord that then shows up. For whatever reason, God seems to be especially close to his people at night. And you hear this from people in our parish who take overnight hours of adoration in the chapel. So many of them love those hours because it's that time when there's nothing else going on. There's no distractions. There's no place to be. There's not a hundred text messages coming in. The kids don't need picked up anywhere. But it's just a time completely set aside for the Lord. And that's the power of the night. That's why Jesus goes in the middle of the night to pray because it's quiet. There's nothing else going on. There's nowhere else taking our attention. 
And maybe we're not able to, to spend, you know, an, at this point in our life, an hour overnight in the chapel. But maybe we do have 20 minutes before going to bed to kneel beside our bed and offer our day to the Lord to entrust everything to Him. Or maybe we can get up 15 minutes early and grab a cup of coffee in one hand and the Bible in the other and spend that time before the day gets rocking and rolling to pray with the Lord. Because it's important, it's really essential to take that time when there's nothing else going on and to give that time to the Lord. And I can, I can say this for my own life. I couldn't tell you how many times the night was the most important time for the Lord to speak. But one of them in particular will always stand out. It was something going on that I was really just struggling with, kind of tossing and turning for hours trying to go to sleep and uh, really kind of struggling, like, what's the answer here? There was, there was an issue that had come up. There was no clarity, had no clue what the right decision was. And after, like, fighting our Lord for, I don't know, two hours trying to fall asleep, I just walked across the street in Freiburg and went into the church, knelt down, and it was like 90 seconds later, the whole thing was worked out, had everything completely solidified, went back to bed and slept like a baby. It's amazing. That's the place the Lord speaks. For whatever reason, that night is a privileged time. And even if we're dozing off, even if we're kind of going in and out, and uh, it's the, the Lord still has this ability to, to change our hearts, even if we're not conscience, e- conscious, even if we think our prayer isn't fruitful, the Lord is able to speak while it's dark. The Lord shows up in the night. And this, of course, is true in the night, like when it's just physically dark outside, But I think it's also true that the Lord shows up in individual souls when it's dark in the world. Think of when things are going bad out in the world. The Lord seems to show up, not in grand scales, not in huge demonstrations, not in public events, but He shows up in souls, in the hearts of individual people. When things get rough in the world, and who knows what the next few years are going to bring, but to know if they do get bad, if things do get rough, That's when the Lord shows up, not in public demonstrations, not in political rallies, but he shows up in hearts. He shows up to make saints, to transform people into the likeness of Jesus Christ. And so we give the Lord this time. We give the Lord the night hours, whether it's 15 minutes before bed or the first 10 minutes of our day or an hour once a week in the chapel. We give the Lord the night because that's when he can speak. That's when the Lord is, it's his privileged time to enter into our hearts, to transform them, and to make us more like himself, so that we too may become the beloved friends of Jesus Christ.